on, man. I don't got all day. Closet Conversations. Uh-huh. We're going to the candy shop, and as Brabenzito was saying, well, go to the candy shop, take her to the candy shop, and make sure that you don't stop until she's reached the spot. And that's what we're talking about. It's 17 minutes after 11. Hey, team, as I see you enjoyed that song. Uh, Sean Nero is saying, hi, boo. Ah, this is Patricia. Never fails the family. It's Benzito, actually. And Joseph saying, Candy Shop, this is the diversity I was earlier talking about. We are in the hood. All right, we are in the mood. That's where we are. Let's welcome sultry, beautiful, saucy. Yay, I'm telling you, all round mommy. Oh, no, mom, Zizi, a qualified life coach and owner of Holistic Range, Noma's Touch. Beautiful Noma, good evening. Are you taking us to the candy shop, babes? Well, hello, Patricia. I have the whole shop and more. Ah, let's make sure we reach the spot. And it's not just one person. It's everyone involved, okay? Yo. <laughs> so this evening, um, we are going to be talking about not leaving your partner hanging, taking them into the candy shop, Babuge, all the sweets, you know, looking at them and you're like, mm, I'll have some licorice. I- I'd like some jelly tots. I'd like... And then all of a sudden, as they're about to reach, you know, for a, a candy bar, and then you're like, I shop is closed now. This is not the right attitude. But these things happen in relationships. So what causes this? What causes one partner to enjoy the candy, reach Mount Kilimanjaro, and then forget about their partner or their better half? Um, I'd say it's not really something that we can say what causes um i'd put it across as something where people are inconsiderate they don't really think about it and i'm not making excuses for anyone but then sometimes people um have sex for their own benefit which is okay we all want to get something we all want to taste that candy right but then we have to always remember that the other person is also waiting you're all chasing an orgasm but then some people because they don't communicate or they don't have enough experience they just decide "Ah, once i get what i i need this is it and then they automatically expect that you also have reached the spot or you have enjoyed and yet sometimes or in many cases the other partner is still thinking how you know what about me so unless you know your partner very well, sometimes, especially with um, women, you know, men, <clears throat> it's obvious he has to ejaculate, then you know he has reached the spot. But then with women, if you don't voice, sometimes you'll be left hanging. And I get a lot of that. A lot of people, especially women, find that they don't reach the spot and then they just have to pretend that they reached or they just, um, you know, roll over and face the other side and the partner faces the other, which is really unfair. But then it's all, it's, it comes from a lack of communication and the lack of knowledge and understanding why you are having the act, why are you in the candy shop in the first place. So tonight I'm here to help somebody who's saying, listen, once I get to the candy shop, I pick those sweets and I'll chew them and I'm done. Whether you are still trying to lick your licorice, I have chewed my pinkies. 
and I'm sleeping. <laughs> but then, you know, there's this notion that sex is for everyone's getting, right? You are in it to win it. And you need to work it in order to win it. So other partners are, are of that mindset that, ah, if you didn't reach your orgasm by the time I reach mine, sister or brother, it's your business. Why didn't you do you? Sadly, but then remember, we are created differently, just like with the cars. We have the diesel engines, which need to be cranked up and left running for a little bit longer than others, you know. So if you don't understand your body or if your partner doesn't understand your body and then they expect that within the five or two minutes you'd be done, what if you need uh, more foreplay to get there? What if you need more of whatever they were doing? You know, sometimes it's just, just, just when, just when you're also there, you know, just when you're also there and then your partner just decides, I've arrived, sorry. Mm. Those, you know, paid. so paid. It's painful, and it's it's yeah. A lot of people. It's it's actually frustrating. That actually makes people go crazier than not getting it at all. So that is why we're here tonight to address that. And I'm ho- I'm hoping more eighteeners will share, and I'm going to share more hints and tips on how to actually then help your partner to you know get there too. Atima, share your experience on uh, 0614-104-107. Why is it that you are not able to get there? And is it because your partner just falls asleep or your partner becomes too sensitive or your partner is very inconsiderate? He or she is just in it to get it. And once they've got it, they couldn't be bothered, you know. So share, share. Let, let's hear what is it that you've been going through. And if you've managed to overcome it, also share some tips, please, Bandla, because we are a family and we want everyone to be happy. Everyone must eat as much candy as they'd like to eat. Um, we, we want to hit that spot. 50 cents said it better. Norma, you were talking about uh, some woman pretending. This pretend, pretend story, down with this story. <laughs> we need to have a, a silent uh, march across the streets about this pretend, pretend, because that is the demise of a lot of people's uh, sexual appetite. Absolutely. And I think it also comes from the whole sexual conversation. We don't have it often enough. Therefore, people have different perspectives of What's this sex thing? What's this orgasm thing? And if you haven't had Norma and Patricia to talk uh, explicitly and freely about it, you will think sex is overrated because you've never experienced what we're talking about. And I love saying this. People share uh, experiences and then they they make you feel like... Um, there's something that you're not doing right, you know, or the sounds or the things that um, they're experiencing, such that when you get into your own bedroom and you don't feel like making the sounds that they say they made or you don't feel the sensations that they claim they felt, you feel like, ah, okay, so I guess there's nothing to it then. And then you allow... um, your your partner being a man that is because we that's what we're talking about to just do what they gotta do and then it's over but you have not explored your body you have not explored for yourself what it is that 
you want to feel or that you will feel if if you you reach an orgasm, okay? So today I want to be more on the women more than men because I know we always talk about how when a man comes, then we just turn over. But today I want to look at more on the women. Do you know that some women, once they reach their orgasm, I like to say... Um, once they have reached their vibrations, they stop the gyrations. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so that is what some women will do. And then, do you know how frustrating? I've never been a man, but I, I can imagine how frustrating it is now to to, to try and, and pull that load on your own. You know, you, you you've collapsed. You've stopped mid midway and now he's trying to carry this weight to the end you stop gyrating you've vibrated you're just like a dead person ah. and he has to now get his own you know so i want to say to my fellow lovely sisters can we not do that can you try Something. I know you'll be sensitive. I know everything will be vibrating. I know your body will be just telling you, you know what, we are done. This is it. But don't be that potato. Don't collapse. <laughs> on don't the be mat. that potato. <laughs> yes, because Ooh. once you fall, once you fall and you just stop, literally, he has to carry on because he's also chasing the orgasm. Remember, and we need to address that, girls. Mm. Okay, here we are looking at a heterosexual relationship, right? Men and women. Okay, since we are looking at that, it is often said that the men will usually have had an orgasm already or reached the climax because they are quicker to get there. And by the time the woman gets there, it's probably round two or round three. So isn't it fair that she just says, can I be that potato, please? Because you've, <laughs> you've enjoyed it. Like now this round three, manje, you still want to hammer me. You still want to enjoy me. And I'm done. We've been through round one where you ejaculated, you climaxed, round two. And here we are on round three. I'm getting my on, mine on. And you, <laughs> can she be a potato? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking here. No, like I've said, that load, it, it, let's look at it vice versa, Patricia. Once the man comes, that's even worse, right? He's more of a potato potato. <laughs> he is gone. Everything is gone. And now imagine trying to ride that wave on your own. So it's really that load, when you're holding a load together, going up the stairs with somebody and they're at the top and you're on your momentum up there trying to get to this point where you're delivering or you are carrying this parcel and then they just decide hey I'm tired and then imagine so the whole load comes onto you and you're at the bottom you're holding this package and it's like extra load extra heavy but then now you have to carry it because you have to get to the top so that you can get the relief as well, right? So it's heavy on either person. And I hear where you're saying, no, what if we've had, um, he's had his round, now it's round two or round three, and I'm really, really tired. So I'd say instead of only just um, penetrating, think of other ways. If you, if you realize, listen, okay, this is my round, and I'm likely to 
to come anytime soon, which is to ejaculate, to have an orgasm anytime soon. Have your partner know, let them be aware that, listen, I'm gonna, I'm about to get mine. Communicate. And then if, if they decide or if they tell you, listen, I'm still far, you can always stop. You can change positions because that normally tones down and um, it gives you a break as you're going up the stairs. It doesn't make everything completely stop, but you have a break and you're aware that you're still together, you're still carrying on. Instead of being quiet and just grabbing that orgasm and just stopping. So let your partner know. Listen, I'm very close. Communicate in the best way you both know how. Once you've done that and then they know, ah, 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 or maybe if you know each other very well and your partner can see that, no, 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 here you are about to bail on me. Change positions. It works like a charm. Change positions and do something else and then continue cranking up. And then we're not the one who is so far, the one who is still trying to get, gear yourself up as well. Know that, okay, my partner is close. Let me get mine too. Do you understand? Okay. Don't don't feel like, oh, it's about to end. Crank up, you know. It's like a, a warning sign. You know, the fire is coming. Get around. So it's, 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 it's giving you that... Um, that time to prepare. So you'll change position and you know that, okay, we're about to get it over and done with. So I'd say communicate, don't be selfish. Tell your partner where you feel and where you are. Change position. If you feel like, okay, no, I'm still very far, another way is to probably stop completely and then give what we would call oral sex to the person who is still far. Play around more with them, focus more on them to say, catch up. And then when they tell you, okay, now I'm also almost there. The beauty about an orgasm, even if you are on the fifth floor, right, and you're going to seven, when you stop on, on the fifth, when you come back, it's fifth to sixth. It's not zero. Because most people will be like, ah, oh, but I would have lost the whole. No. With an orgasm, you, it's just on pause. You are pausing. You can carry on from where you left it. For as long as you did not reach it, you can carry on from there. And that's actually the art of where you can have multiple orgasms because it packs. It, it, it just leaves. If, if you stop at five, it will stay at five. When you come back again, you go to six. If you stop again at six, when you come back again, so they just pack up, pack up, pack up. And then by the time you actually both have your orgasm, then it's explosive. Then you're experiencing what most people would call your multiple orgasm because you've been banking them. And so I'm here to tell you today that you don't have to rush into grabbing your candy. You just know that for as long as you wait for your partner and you have it together, the candy piles up. You are going to be sweetened. All right. So, so it's more like uh, when you are quarter to the hour and you know the hour is coming, then you have to take notice of your partner. And if your partner has not you know, reached quarter to the hour, then take some time. You're not going to lose out on that 15 minutes to get to that. Never. Hour. Take time and give your 
partner attention, whether it's the man or the woman, take time. Yes. And then you both reach Kilimanjaro together. Okay, let's go to an ATMS voice note. Send those voice notes. I want to hear what are your experiences? 0614104107. Have they left you cold, uh, you know, waiting and then all of a sudden frozen? Mm? What did you do? They end up shouting at their partners. <laughs> is this what you have been experiencing? Uh, the SMS number is 41391. Norma and the A-teamers, what about in the case where, you know, the woman is the one who's rushing, you know, she's rushing, you know, she wants to get this and over done with, and you as a man, you still feel like, hey, man, I need some time, you know, I need some marathon. How do you address that? You know, you want to run the marathon, you know, for 800 meters. And in this case, maybe I'm talking from a woman's point of view. If the woman who is like, doesn't like the marathon. Ladies don't like the marathon. They want to rush things. And that means no one gets to Mount Kilimanjaro. The candy shop, you, you're going to get to the door and no one's going to open it. So what happens in this example, Noma? All right. So more or less of what we were saying, that she just wants to get hers and get over and done with it. But I'd say it's it's a matter of trying as a couple. Maybe her experience of the marathon, like she's saying, they hurt her. Maybe the playing um, does not include more lubrication. Maybe the playing does not include um, other engaging things. And she's thinking... Um, it's just going to be uh, penetration for, I'm just going to say 30 minutes just for for ex- sake of an example. But then she's saying it's painful because probably she has lost interest, she's become dry, There's, the, the playing is not engaging, she's, she's not there. So they need to incorporate something where they will both enjoy, both be present, and both want to. So, for instance, like we said, if you're going to decide, okay, let's have oral sex, maybe she's had her orgasm, but now the man needs more. She can engage in oral sex, you know, play around with him, give him pleasure in different ways, use your mouth, use your tongue. They are healthy, they are a beautiful way of getting your partner there and it does not involve pain because you are giving yourself a chance to to recuperate maybe you're now hot or dry or you can add oils and whatever else to lubricate and to keep the fire burning because most people what they do they'll have that first round and then because you're exposed um air comes in the woman gets dry and then round two the man is trying but things have just gone south and it's it's not the end of the world there is tongues there's saliva there is oils there are things to do but engage and communicate you have to both want this otherwise it will feel like a marathon you will experience pain but if you, if it's if it's joy and you're both saying listen uh, candy is still hot. We are still spinning it in the pot. When it cools off and it's nice and gooey and sweet, we will both enjoy it. Let's let's exchange who's staring and who's going to take care of the cooling. 
and vice versa. By the time you're both experiencing that candy when it's ready and done, no one will be in pain, no one will be complaining, and you won't even think of it as a marathon. You'll be like, ah, can we do that again? Mm, again and again and again. All right, A-teamers, remember you can send your WhatsApps to 614 uh, We are talking about not leaving your partner hanging after you get your orgasm, and how can you make sure that you are not an inconsiderate partner and you are making sure that your partner is also happy as much as you are happy sexually. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. So I have, um, I've had beautiful experiences with my husband. Um, I've shared a million gazillion orgasms with him. But in a lot of times, it feels like that one position that makes me uh, have multiple orgasms is the one that actually bores him. And he can't even fake it. So what do I do in those instances? Um, thank you. Sure. Some girls are lucky. Multiple orgasms. <laughs> what does she do, Norma? What does she do? Absolutely. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Um, look, like we've been saying, it's a compromise. It's a dance. So if there's that position that you're enjoying and you know it will absolutely give you the orgasm, but he doesn't enjoy it, you have to, um, you know, talk to him very Compromise, you know, you give him his, he has to, in a way, understand that this is how you get yours. But it doesn't always have to be that way. You guys can explore other ways of um, of getting there. And I know how frustrating it is when your favorite candy is something that will make the other one throw up, you know. But at, the, at, at this point, you have to both willing to try and find another sweet spot. And then ever so often when it's your, you know, your turn, you can always say, but baby, you know, can I get my orgasm? This is how I would love to have it. If he is um, willing, like you, you, you've said, you get multiple orgasms, he gets you there, but he just doesn't like the position. You know what? Just that once. For, for his baby, I mean, really. But another alternative, like I've said, try out more positions, play around in different ways. You never know. Be also open to seeing how else. I'll give an example. Maybe um, you you prefer to be on top and he's feeling bored because some people prefer to be in control and it's feeling like, oh, no. <sighs> make it fun. Maybe time on a chair and, you know, make it fun, but still get your the position that you want and still make him feel like um, he's part of the the place. Because sometimes some people feel like, oh, okay, you're taking over. What am I supposed to do? Do I dribble my thumb? Do I count the ship? What do I do? So I think find a way to make that particular position more interesting for him. Find out as well, why is it that it's boring for him? Is it painful or is it just plain boring? And what is it that he would rather be doing um, 
what 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 is he missing you know does he want to be touching something what is the problem there try and establish that and then find the sweet spot for both of you because girl those positions are so important we all want to get to where we're going Here's uh, a message from Sean Nero in Cape Town saying, Ish, Sis Norma, you are spot on. When you're on a high to fly, tell your partner. Then go for oral sex and engage differently. Then go and reach the high of the partner. You both will reach your ultimate high and fly. And then Anonymous says, Hi, Patricia and Norma. I found that especially lately, I lose interest once I ejaculate because my wife doesn't appear to enjoy the sex anymore. I get turned on when she's actively participating and it energizes me to make love to her till she orgasms. How can we rekindle what we used to enjoy before? All right. So that's a conversation that the couple needs to have thoroughly. Um, find out why she's bored, find out if it's not something that is hormonal because as we get older, things change like we always discuss here on the show. Um, have that conversation with her from a, 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 an empathetic perspective, not a, a judgmental or pushy perspective, you know. Baby, what, what's wrong? Do you want us um, to to change things or do you do you still feel anything you know have the conversation because sometimes women just tend um, to draw back if it's not just their hormones find out what it is that um, is happening because um, as as people carry on with their lives sometimes maybe she's stressed or it's a, a, a medication or it's a new job or new hobby, things that cause imbalance in our life also affect our sex life. So if you can have that conversation with your partner, after that, establish what the next step is. And then it's such a broad conversation, it's difficult for me to diagnose and help you on um, over the phone like we're doing now. But I suggest you have a conversation and see and explore ways to sort that and um we know absolutely it's not it's a turn off to just, you know, give somebody sex out of duress for both of you. You can also tell that this person is just looking up and giving it to you and vice versa. She's also thinking, Yeah, get it over and done with that's not nice. You need to discuss and get to a point where you're understanding where she is and why she's feeling that way. So I've got a question from an ATM via SMS, and uh, this ATM says, Hi, Sis Pat and guests, I'm sorry for asking such a dumb question, but what does it mean to have an orgasm? So, Atima, firstly, there's no dumb question. We are in the closet. We can ask any question. Um, and Noma, please define an orgasm for us, because the only word that comes to mind for me <coughs> is a Zulu word. <laughs> you know, but please help us um, explain to Atima what are we talking about when we say an orgasm? Because honestly, other people don't even know the feeling. Okay, the best way I love to describe this is, you know, when you are peeing, you know, like urinating, and then you stop just when you're about to be finished. If you were to stop and hold your urine, there's this there's this feeling that just rushes through your body, and then you complete it. 
an orgasm is almost as good as that completion. Or if you're really, 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 really pressed and you've been holding it and it's hot and you just got to get to the bottom, when you finally release and um, urinate or pee, there's this euphoric relief that flashes over your body completely. So an orgasm is that kind of a feeling uh, tripled or quadrupled, but that's the closest way of describing it. So your body feels like there's a sensation that takes over your all your senses all at the same time and you feel like you're having an out-of-body experience, you cannot even um, control what your body does at that point. I know most people think um, it's pretty. Half the time, we no one looks pretty when they're having an orgasm. Trust me. You <laughs> turn your toes, you twist your eyes, you whatever. It's just your, your, sense, your senses take over. And it's just a quick one. It's really quick. It's not something that you can hold on to it comes it's it creeps up on you and it's quick as well but you will know you will feel it that's i've just peed sensation and i'm not saying to have an orgasm you will literally pee not all of us have that but it's the same um it's the same takeover the same body feeling take over that you experience for both men and women I believe I've never been a man but I really believe they also have that sensation they are more than welcome to help me out on that one all right uh, here's another one uh, from Maswabi in Bloemfontein this is ah this pet so painful on madame to be left hanging there but real men like me go down there physically to lick candy which may propel the road to a second round gone are those days when men uh, was only looking after themselves um we take a double shift simultaneously hey abomaswabi here's a voice note <laughs> Ooh, yeah i remember direct experiences now i i've had two partners that were not really interested in um anything else after they've had their round and there was a time when i think okay you're you're satisfied that was my job to get you to your own heaven until i thought about it and i said no man let me just confront this and i said are you aware that this is what you do and from then on i think things changed they um, made sure that we um just cracked up together at the same time and got to those gates and screamed you know our lungs out together a beautiful death together at the same time after that and I think the key is just to communicate um what you really wish would happen in any relationship people are screaming and having beautiful deaths together and that's the key word isn't it together um n- not it's for me and the store is finished, the store is locked, uh, but it's for us because we are engaging in this. Now, I've got a question here. We know that other people en- engage in um, in multiple sex 
uh, with multiple partner sex, so threesomes or and 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 orgies and things like that. How do you in that setting ensure that Wonkumtu is is happy? Because there's sometimes it's two males and a female, two females and a male. How do you make sure that Wonkumtu is getting to their orgasm? I think in that kind of setup, that also needs communication between the the people that are having it. Are you having the threesome because you have a third partner who is helping both of you get there and they are just there to help you, not necessarily for their orgasm? So it's 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 really a communication. Or are you all in it and just saying we all want to um, uh, orgasm? That's actually if say, for instance, it's two men and one woman, it would be asking too much of her to come with all of you. So it's a, it's a setup. She will know that, listen, uh, I have double duty, like the other caller just said. She'll know I have double duty. These two men need to ejaculate, and I have to also ejaculate. So they have to discuss the dynamics of the whole folk, of the whole play. Is it meant for everybody? Is it meant for just one person? Because some people say, okay, I just want to watch. And when I see my partner getting theirs, that will get me off. So it's really dependent on the whole fetish or the whole um, dynamics of the play. But definitely, I'm sure everybody who wants to engage sexually eventually is all about that, getting that orgasm. We all want to kill our toes. So have the conversation before you guys just get into it. Because sometimes people just get into these things without talking and then it becomes very awkward and uncomfortable. I've had experiences where people will tell me, I wasn't emotionally ready for the threesome, but we did it anyway. And while we were at it, I felt like, you know, he was more with her or more with him than with me. So people have to discuss these things and be sure they're emotionally ready for whatever the outcomes they are looking for when they're having your orgies and your threesomes and your foursomes and um, all those other weird and wonderful things that we do. Oh, I agree on the weird part. I don't know about wonderful. Donald in Rustenburg says, Good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. What an interesting topic. It's easy to notice when your partner is not is on highest peak. That vibration cannot be avoided. Okay, so that's advice. So if you are a partner that is um, very aware of themselves and aware of your partner, you'll be able to notice. No one can cheat you and fake and say, Hey, I've reached it. By saying ooh and ah, uh, meanwhile, they have not reached the peak. True, true, Patricia. Um, some people just let you pretend and leave you alone and mm. and carry on. Whereas another will be concerned and they'll generally ask you, uh, did you? And, and I believe men can feel it. But then again, um, some men don't even know the difference because they've never experienced the difference so they just think oh if she's making enough noise and uh, she's moving around the right way I'm doing my job which is sad but um, like the other uh, caller said let's be honest let's communicate tell him if if he didn't get there communicate so that he can use other means there is tongue there's fingers there's other ways to get you here or Another thing, although it is 
carrying a heavy load for, for ladies, but you can carry on rubbing yourself against him until you get to orgasm because the clitoris will be um, stimulated. Once, if you're still high and you're really, really close, you don't have to completely stop and have him come and use his tongue and his fingers. You can carry on gyrating and, you know, moving your clips against him. You will get there because it's still a little bit hard and you're still there and you're still in the moment you can quickly wing it and get there. But it's not the best, but it's possible. So it's just another trick that just um, comes up in my mind that people can use. If you know, ah, this one is not going to go down on me. And if I stop and start telling him, hey, please put your finger, I'm wasting my time. Deal that orgasm. <laughs> Deal it. All right. We, we spoke heterosexual relationships. Um, do homosexual relationships have the same challenge of one partner not not orgasming uh, while the other one has? Or is it a bit easier there because, I mean, it's people of the same um, sex and sexual orientation and they probably understand each other's bodies a bit better? I'd say... In as much as they understand each other's bodies a bit better, um, they're not immune to 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 this to this because this generally it's really about the selfishness. So they can be um, two men literally having the time of their lives, doing what it is that they do that makes them ejaculate, and then the other one decides, "I got mine, thanks." So. The, the the dynamics are different. They exchange in whatever way they exchange um, without getting into the graphics, but you'll find that maybe the other one was still thinking, okay, I'll get my turn or I want more. So they're not immune to it, but definitely they also have to address and be sure that they are communicating, listen, I'm close. Are, are we together? Are, you know, And if not pause and do whatever it is that will get the other one there. Same thing with uh, uh, if it's if it's two females, it's the same thing, you know, because they also take turns or they're using toys or whichever one. But it's easier for them because it's the same sex. You understand what it is that the other one needs to feel, right? But sometimes the one might decide, ah, let me just pretend so that she can finish and be over and done with it. Or with the man, um, he can pretend, listen, let him just get what he needs and get it over and done with it, which is unfair. Have a conversation, understand what it is that the other wants. Maybe they want more, especially if they're sharing a toy and when now you're done, now you stop moving, um, I'd assume maybe, yeah they have to share toilet or move at the same time or something to that effect. Talk, be fair, but definitely I know they're not immune to it, although they'd have a better chance of being fair because they understand and they know. You would know if um, you're watching me and you're saying, ah, but no, that one was fair. A woman would know when another woman is faking. Same with a man. Okay, with a man, you can't really fake it unless if you decide, ah, I'm just not, I'm just going to give up. I'm not going to have this ejaculation this round. But definitely they have to also explore options and talk. 
All right, as we are about to wrap up, this ATMA says, uh, when my partner is about to reach uh, their climax, she always tells me, please release now. Communication is king. Absolutely. So let's communicate and let's not be selfish partners. Let's just be there for each other, but communicate before, during and after the deed so that everyone gets to lick the candy, right? Yes. <laughs> Norma, please give us your closing uh, shot. All right. So I'd say um, let's not be selfish. Let's communicate so that we are all happy. The candy shop is open to everybody. And you should know that if you do need to talk, if your experience is unique, if your experience is unique to what we're talking about, we are available on WhatsApp. 073-777-2187. We are on honor all socials as at Africa. Excellent. Noma, thank you very much for joining us and giving us an understanding of how not to be selfish partners. I think after this session, everyone is going to reach their ultimate orgasm. Orgasmic at your service. <laughs> thank you, Noma. Good evening. A-teamers, that was Noma Mzizi, a qualified life coach and owner of Holistic Range, Noma's Touch. Yo, I ka. I'm sure you have learned. I am sure the candy shop is open and everyone is going to get their fill. A-teamers, we'll be back again for the Thursday edition of LNC. Between now and then, may goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success.